This is C. D. And this is Swinging Down Under. Well, folks, we've had an interesting couple of weeks. Well, month. Yeah. Interesting month. Absolutely. We've been uh, overseas in the US and Mexico. And Mexico. For the last month, basically. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Eating our way around the country, basically. Yes, yes. We've certainly come back a little bit more rotund than we were when, when we left. Well, I like to say that my, my uh, pants are tighter, but my pockets are empty. Yeah, exactly. It's the best way to be. <laughs> so, uh, so yeah, to, thank you for tuning in or downloading or whatever the cool cats are saying these days. Uh, we're Obviously, gonna... <laughs> C is not one of said cool cats. I never suggested I was. Um, so tonight we're actually going to talk about um, a recent trip to Naughty in Norlands. But first, before we get on to that, we have an announcement to make. Mm-hmm, we do. That's a drum roll for all of you at home. You know, I had this I had this brilliant idea to actually download an app on my phone that would play sounds because obviously one of those would exist. And I was thinking about that while I was not sleeping last night and yet I failed to do that. So here we go. Stop, please make it stop. So the announcement is that swinging down under is not as much down under as it used to be. Still down under, just not as far. Just not as far. Kind of nibbling around the belly button at this point. That's right. So um, you might be interested to know that we have actually moved to Singapore. Mm-hmm. Relocated to the big Singapore. Well, it's a very small Singapore, actually. We've uh, moved up here for C's work. She's picked up a new job, director of the world. <laughs> because I'm awesome. She tries to take over the world every day. Mm-hmm. That's correct. Yeah. And, uh, and I have tagged along, which means that I am currently working on an ass groove in the couch. It's coming along nicely. Although we took four weeks out of it, so um, uh, I'm back. The cushions to, have sprung back up. I'm a bit. back to stage three of five. Mm, yeah, good job, good uh, good work there, darling. Yeah, look, that's what I try. That's what I try and do. But anyway, back to the main reason for the podcast. Okay, so Naughty in New Orleans. Naughty Tell, in New Orleans. If, for those out there that don't know what it is, give us a rundown. Okay, Naughty in New Orleans is a is the largest swingers event on the planet, I believe, or at least that's how they market it in the universe. And certainly, I have to say, it was the biggest swingers event I've ever been near. Lifestyle um, event, they say, though. Uh, yeah, lifestyle swingers. Call it what you want. Um, basically, what it is is eight, 1,800 randy couples all in one spot. Mm-hmm. And um, yeah, I mean, it's a really interesting, really interesting event. We'll cover off quite a lot of it on the, on the way through this cast. But, you know, I think the kickoff is really just in the air getting from because we were in the US mm-hmm. um, getting from where were we that New York that is a valid point we oh yeah New York, New York yep. getting from New York uh, to uh, New, New Orleans. Orleans and New uh, Orleans New Orleans yeah however you like to say it and uh, just doing some swinger spotting on the plane I suppose. oh attempting to you know yeah. when I mean when you know that I mean, everyone's cascading into this town and you are looking around at the airport, you're looking on the plane and you're thinking, who else is a swinger? Who's here for the same reason as we are? Mm -hmm. And um, we were there the day before the event started and I don't know that we actually spotted anyone on the aircraft. I would say we didn't. That we then saw again during the weekend, which was kind of shit because we were hoping to pull the piss out of them and for all our American friends who we... Uh, spent some time with it naughty you'll all know what pull the piss means um yeah so we were um looking forward to having some fun with some people um that were on the plane unfortunately there weren't any 
Except for us. Yeah. We had a few reservations going into this event, I've got to say. First one, first one probably being what is the hotel going to be like, you know, given that it's a, you know, it's a full hotel takeover, we're kind of, uh, let's just say we're a little bit skeptical that the rooms would be well, too I, decent Well, I just don't imagine the the Versace, Palazzo Versace just saying, sure, have our entire hotel for a swingers event convention. I just don't think... Well, I think if you were willing to pay the 10 grand a night for the room... Probably they wouldn't room, care. I think they'd probably yeah. be okay hey, with Hey, I'm that. Hugh Hefner. Can I have your entire place? Sure. Yeah. Not really a swingers <laughs> event, though. That's more no. of a Viagra di- digesting event. Well, I was just trying to go for the grandiose kind of... Yeah. Yeah. So, <laughs> definitely had some reservations. Um, I mean, we haven't been to this event before. I think it's in its 18th year, though. Um, we'll put a link up on our website um, when we do this podcast in case you guys want to have a look at it. And I love the way C just throws me in on that. She'll say, we'll put a link up. What she really means is, D, we'll put a link up. They know that. <laughs> now they're, they do. They're okay with it. They're on board. <laughs> um, just so you guys can have a look, but I guess, you know, 18 years, it's it's quite a few events there's seminars there's night events there's day events um you know and so the idea is that you kind of go along you meet other swingers you, you attend kind of seminars the room and everything in the hotel and where i was headed with that conversation uh, just to allay any fears it was actually really good would you agree see uh the room was acceptable acceptable well there was no fridge oh yeah we we um us stupid aussies well, every um, hotel we've ever been in has had a fridge. Well, every hotel we've been in in Australia has had a fridge. It doesn't seem to be as common in the US, which explains why there's an ice machine on, on every, every floor. On every floor, it certainly does. just doesn't exist here in Australia, no. in Australia or Singapore, for that matter. Yeah, that's correct. Yeah. Or anywhere in Asia, really. No, no. So we found that a little weird. We were wondering exactly what you guys did with all the ice, what the US guys did with all the ice. And now we know. Now we know. It's for keeping beverages cool. Right. Or cooling beverages once they've hit said beverage glass. So, so talking about beverages, beverages, so we check in. We check in. We head down to find some liquor and some... Well, hang on, hang on. You've missed, a, I think, an important part of oh, the check-in I have process actually. where you decided to be funny. And we all know how that works. Yeah, it doesn't. So, C decided to be funny and push in front of... Um, Jay and Ange from Average Swingers. From Average Swingers. And I think she may have taken Ange a little bit by surprise because she didn't know who we were at that point. Well, here's the funny thing. She knew that there was some Australian swingers coming. (laughs) She knew that those Australian swingers were blonde and bald and we fit that descriptor. Yeah. But we also look a little bit different than the other Aussie swingers. The Aussie swingers, that's And right. so there was, there was, you know, confusion written all over her face. Now, Jay... Jay, he was... He, he knew, was on the ball. He knew what was going on. And that was quite a funny play out because I walk up, push in front, say, oh, is this the start of the line? Can I just... I'm just going to come in here and... Um, Joke went sour. Joke sour. went sour. South. Anyway, and sour. Yeah. But we introduced ourselves and, look, there's a lot more story to come on that. Hmm. So we head down to get some liquor and some nibbles, and of course, where do you do that? You do that in a pharmacy. At a pharmacy. That's what happens, you know, that's what happens in New Orleans. New Orleans Orleans is all about the booze. Right next door, pharmacy and Well, there were actually three pharmacies on the other three corners from the hotel. Yep. And interestingly, none of them ran out of condoms, which says to me that all of the swingers came pre-prepared. 
or there was a hell of a lot of unprotected sex happening. Yeah, I'm going to go with the first one. Me too, just purely for sane purposes. Sanity. Sanity, yeah, Yeah, absolutely. (laughs) Sorry, I started getting a visual and I just kind of lost track of my... My so yes, process. we got ourselves some booze, some booze, and, and some nibbles. Nib- very important. Some... Ran into Jay and Angie again down in the uh, the the Walgreens. Walgreens. They uh, decided to give us a bit of a some tips. Some tips. There was some kick to death eskies there. Do you want to explain to the well, people not what really. a kick to I'm death? Just fine. Want, I just want people to Google it now. So <laughs> okay. They can figure it out of their own accord. Right. Um, so anyway, <laughs> so we set, we basically we get upstairs. We set the room up. Is the point we're trying to make here. Yeah. So, I mean, the key to any swingers event, really, for, for us, is kind of having some drinks, having some nibbles, and having a bit of fun. So, yes. you've got to set the room up. Yes. So, you got you know, to do it. Stock the room with water, beverages to go with our. Um, I mean, we bought vodka and. Um, well, that's it. We bought stuffs. Yeah, we bought stuffs. Many, 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 many things many with things. many monies. Most importantly, though. After we settled in, we showered all the rest of it. We got ready for dinner. We did because we had dinner with... Uh, we had a hot date. We had a hot date with some people that we'd been longing to meet for for a very long time. Mm-hmm, and mm-hmm. they are the Joneses. Yeah, and you've heard about... If you listened to our podcast previously, you've heard about us. We've heard us talk about them. So the Joneses, or keeping up with, <laughs> are... Um, we got a thing. We got a thing. Yeah. They are... Um, Probably one of the the favorite podcasters for us, actually. Good yeah, content, was... interesting. I mean, have good stories. Yeah, there's only three or four that I listen to constantly. Although we've been exposed to a couple more since we went to New Orleans. Mm-hmm. Um, some we'll of talk which, about those later. Yeah, we will. Some of which we haven't. Well, I haven't downloaded yet. We've only been back for a few days, mm-hmm. and uh, yeah, we will be um, getting hold of those as well. Absolutely. So, mm. so hot date, and um, we we caught up with the Joneses in the lobby, and then walked to the dinner dinner, the dinner venue, which was actually coincidentally the venue that they were having their meet and greet meet at. and greet the next the, the next night. I think it was next day. Yeah, yeah. Which was um, uh, which was good. We got to pre-sample the food mm. and booze. But it was nice to uh, to talk to people face to face and kind of discuss some of the topics of the swinger world and I guess expectations because the Joneses had been three times. It's their third time. Third, so, third event. Yeah. So two previous yep. previous events and kind of again just filled us in on expectations of the of the week um, and I guess yeah we just sat there and I guess chatted generally yeah. about swinger topics as you I do. I gotta say at this point we were probably both of us. Well, certainly I was. I was still a little bit. Um, I don't know, settling into the mood of the event, I suppose would be the best way to put it, after two weeks of travelling through the rest of the US. Um, so, yeah, it was it was good to sort of find some bearings with some guys who'd had some previous experience with the event. And mm. I might add, the Joneses are just, well, I mean, they're fucking awesome. They are awesome. Yeah. So, shout out to you, Pear. Mm-hmm. Actually, and um, just just real quick before we move on, but I got to um, I got to see the stupid card game. Yeah. Which I was pretty excited about. And we, for those of you who don't know what I'm talking about, go listen to the podcast. You've because got about, I think they're about 30-odd casts that they've done that you've got to catch up on. Well, but but the stupid <laughs> card game is mentioned in quite a few of the recent ones. So, yes, um, if and you it's wanna, not that stupid. It's not stupid. No. But that's Mr. Jones. He thought it was stupid. He was wrong. And he freely admits that. Yes. That it worked. No, he still says it's stupid, but it works. Still works, yeah. 
Yeah, but that's okay. It's stupid. If it's stupid and works, then who cares? Hey, hey, you know, no one's minding that outcome. Absolutely. Which is cool. It was really nice to meet them. It was. Um, unfortunately, that evening we also had, well, not unfortunately, I shouldn't say that, but we had some of our very good friends from Australia um, coming in as well. Mm-hmm. The so the Law and Baby Doll from Our Secret Spot in Sydney. Yeah. Um, their flight was delayed. They ended up coming in quite late, 11, 11.30. Yeah, something like that. I don't that. know what it was. Anyway, so we um, ex- uh, excused so we ran ourselves. Out on, ran out on the Joneses and, and yes. went and caught up with those guys because we hadn't, um, seen, hadn't them seen them in four months. four months because we actually moved from Australia or from Sydney to Singapore. Back well, I hadn't seen them ago. in four months. So you were about three. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, so we wanted to catch up with, with uh, those guys. So we went out for, for a quick bite to uh, eat. Well, not a bite to eat. They ate. We just sat there and drank. Yeah. Yeah. That's well that's what we do. Yeah. Which was fun. Yeah, nice to was. see them. It was good to catch up with them. And kinda of, and again we kind of spoke about the, the week and kind of planned things out, talked about what things we might want to go to and um started to kind of get the idea of how things would shape up, I guess. Yeah, absolutely. So we um it was uh, it was really nice to catch up with those guys and again if you're in Sydney and I know um the Laura and Baby Doll did their best to uh, let anyone know who who was interested or who may have been coming down to Sydney what the best um, uh, swingers club in Sydney is, and we will fully back them on that because. Uh, and drop them an email. Jump on the website. They're yeah. um, they'll respond to you. They'll 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 certainly welcome you. Um, so so Great definitely guys. do that. Um, anyway, anyway, next day. So we were in the background also, uh, kind of. Tw- tweeting to all of the other people that were attending the event or the podcasters mostly it started out as yeah and um there was a, a twitter group happening and so we did, we did a shout out that we were heading to breakfast basically and does anyone want to join us and um well jay and angie were the only two other people up at this point in time i think some people hit it pretty hard on the first night yeah you've got to be careful not to overshoot night one yeah some people were out until like five and six and seven in the morning, yeah. and uh, you could certainly tell they weren't getting out of bed until three the next day. Can I say though that was seemed to be a fairly um, consistent? consistent thing? <laughs> people <laughs> were, well, generally people were out until very late and mm. didn't get out of bed until also very late. But that's okay because nothing really started until what was yeah, it was 10 10, 10 a.m there was off. some stuff but yeah. if you're looking if you're there to party then realistically it was sort of three o'clock right R- right yeah. so you would kind of skip forego the morning sessions yeah um, but anyway so what happened then was we had the opportunity to actually hang out with uh with jay and angie and we went for breakfast and then we kind of walked around they came back to our room and we had some drinks and joking around and we spent a lot of time just talking shit. Just chewing the fat. Yeah. So um, there's actually, so I know Jay had the had their microphone or their recording device set up basically from when we sat down and then we did a bit of a, we did a bit of an interview on mm-hmm, our side, mm-hmm. um, which. So we'll see who gets around to yeah. editing their, <laughs> yeah, their, uh, their uh, recorded items first because. Well, I mean, we have three hours of, of. Rambling stuff. From, I'm going to say it's rambling. Yeah, there's a lot of rambling. You, well, you said you were going to edit that one. I I don't recall that. Yeah, and, I, I, totally. uh, I don't believe there's any proof of such <laughs> such a statement. Uh, yeah. But it was good actually, and we kind of then just followed on from from the drinking and having lunch. But uh, essentially, then uh, Hang on, we, we we forgot that we educated them. Did you? Well, Pretty maybe, sure maybe they, de-educated. Maybe they kind of know what happens in the sack. Oh, sorry, you were talking about something else. Yeah, just the Australianisms. Uh huh. But that's okay. 
Right. Okay. Well, after lunch, Angie, we basically... There's we were a going, long silence there. Yeah, it was. We were heading to... Um, there's a, a ladies meet and greet, and for the life of me, I can't remember what the... Do you know what it is? Oh, Ladies, ladies Uncorked, uncorked. Uh, event. And uh, that was just basically, as it's, the name suggests, it was just ladies in the lifestyle getting together and having a wine. Now, we went to the event, and... I had to line up, I'm going to say, for like 20, 25 minutes just to get a glass of wine. Yeah. Um, which I, I, didn't... Think, I think the Ladies Uncorked event and the male version of that, which is where the guys just got together and drank drank and waited for the ladies to finish. So How long did you back. wait for a drink? Well, Not... I didn't. Yeah, see? Because, because see? half the men didn't, didn't go. <laughs> True. Yeah, I mean, the, when you go to a swingers event, generally the guys don't want to stand around in, um, in a group of... Gaggle. A gaggle of men? Yeah, just because, just because it? it sounds funny. Okay, so generally the guys don't want to sit around in a gaggle of gaggle of men. They're you know, generally wanting to be in, involved with perhaps... The ladies. Yeah. Right. So needless to say, I had one beverage and um, actually Baby Doll at this point had arrived, um, quite timely of her actually, as I arrived at the bar. She just appeared out of nowhere in a cloud of smoke. Mm. So quite strategic on her behalf. And uh, so we, we actually left. We caught back up with you and decided to just go for another bar. And there was an interesting bar. Yeah, well, it was actually one of the one of the bars later, that later was, in the week that, that was, was an a takeover. event bar, a takeover bar. <laughs> which um, we had no idea which about. Which I cannot, re- for the life of me, remember the name of. Except I do. Bourbon Cowboy. Bourbon. Cowboy Bourbon. Bourbon. Bourbon Cowboy. Yeah. Except that it has a bucking bull, bucking bull in the back, mechanical bull in mechanical the background, bull. which uh, the the guy was the the MC, host there yeah. was desperately trying to get somebody up on the on the mechanical bull, and he ended up taking one of the one of the ladies, one of the other ladies who happened to also be part of the um, naughty in New Orleans event. Um, up onto the bull. So she had a bit of a ride and then I actually bought... Well, see, the thing is though, I've actually wanting to... I've been wanting to try riding the bull now for years. Yeah. Years and years. Like yeah. ten, over 10 years. Yeah. So I... Never I actually, had the guts to. Yeah. See, I knew you wouldn't so I just bought you and... Baby um, doll baby tickets. Doll tickets. So I got up there. Um, the law hadn't arrived yet. He was He was elsewhere but then he was coming so we wanted to leave baby doll to ride the bull until he got there we both did pretty darn well but i guess um we actually spotted another couple a canadian couple and leaning against the bar and um you know i mean you have to you have to include some people sometimes and well you've got to remember that that i suppose something we didn't explain is that everyone involved in naughty new orleans has a lanyard on Hmm. because you can't leave well you can leave the hotel but you can't get back into the hotel if or into any of the seminars, of the bars. bars, unless you're wearing the It's lanyard. a quite identifiable one too. It was purple, so you can kind of see it quite Which clearly. is good, I think. Yeah, yeah. Um, so we noticed them and, uh, you know, some people don't necessarily like to be the first people to walk over and interrupt a conversation. Um, so I actually went over there and... Um, we noticed they were hotties, so we sent you in. back to our table. And the funny thing about that was they had assumed that... Um, well, Dee had miraculously managed to have a girlfriend and a unicorn and that we were in some sort of polyamorous lifestyle. So they were actually had been talking about us for the half an hour previous and discussing how bloody awesome Dee must be to have two hot women by his side. Which is totally the case. Um, Dee is awesome. Mm-hmm. That is all. 
See, this is where I need that sound <laughs> app again so I can play the crickets. I'm, I'm going to download that before this podcast is over. Well, didn't you, you... I mean, you just told everyone how you happen to be one of the hot women that Dee was hanging on to. I mean, you need to go. Yeah. <laughs> okay, sweet. Um, now, that was an interesting night because obviously many, many drinks were had. Now, this particular night was actually the um, the March, the yes. Swedish March. So it was dress to impress Parade. night. Parade. Yeah. March. Yeah. Tell me what you thought about that. Well, look, I've got to say that the event, that particular event itself was, I'm going to say, reasonably unorganized. Okay. Now, the reason I say that is is when it started, it was it, it, it was just basically us walking down a road dressed to impress. Now, were there at any point, did you at any point have a, have a, a pull the piss or have a go at somebody about the dress to impress? I did, and it's really funny because the, the law. law's not here, but um, he said <laughs> I was on fire that night. Somebody walked up and, and complimented you. And I may have said to them, well, it is dress to impress. But the way the law said apparently that I did it was dress to impress, dress to impress. Well, that was probably more, that's probably closer, more aligned to the truth. Really? What, yeah. Okay. Yeah. So there, was, there, was, there were people that were in tank tops and cargo pants. Yeah, I, I was. Mean, it was I wasn't impressed. Some people might have been yeah, impressed. No, 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 look, you got to say the majority of the majority of the group was in dress to impress. I think, but there was certainly a lot of people who were, there was certainly a minority who weren't. Um, now they may have taken dress to impress in a different manner to what exactly. we did in terms of showing off more of their bodies as a dress to impress, which, which is fine. I mean, I don't think a sexy dress to impress would have offended anybody. It was more the people who just hadn't put any effort in at all. Yeah, hey, right. Um, but, I mean, to your point that the parade, it did feel a little bit unorganised. I think at, actually at the end of the parade, our little group was standing there, I'm going to say for 15 minutes. Yeah, just wondering what was going not on. Not realising the parade had actually finished and it was time to move into one of the bars because there was no one really directing traffic. Yeah. Um, yeah. So, that yeah, that was, look, that was probably exactly what I was talking about when I was saying it felt mm. a little unorganised. The rest of the event, though, felt... Quite organised. I, I think, you know, the... The club was busy. The club was busy. The club was too busy. Crazy busy. But look, to, to the guys' defence who organised this, um, I think they do... They've got more than one club now that they mm. organise these events in. So they've realised that, you know... One venue's not enough. Yeah, one, one <laughs> venue's not enough. So they generally have one, possibly two overflow venues. Going. And different, different things all happening too. So on this particular night, there was one venue with... Oh, some hot DJs. Remember those two guys? Yes, I remember. Sploosh. I remember you talking about them. Yes. Yeah. And uh, and then the other venue was doing some karaoke. So kind of, you know, mixing it up for people who want different things. Um, you, for I got a, some reason, got decided to get ass. a temporary tattoo on your ass, yeah. which didn't come off for like three days. Yeah. I can't remember what that is. Quiver. Quiver, that's right. So, yes. Uh, nice, nice. It was um, hot. really quite difficult to get off. So... Um, well done to the quiver folk out there. You did well. I, I could not get it off my ass for the next three days. Actually, it was longer than that. It was about probably four days. But yes, ended up getting getting it off. Um, but yes, so we stayed there for not long, actually, because it, it was too full. It was too busy for us. And frankly, you know, you guys don't know this, but I'm, I'm of country folk origin. 
So um, eighteen hundred swingers in one location where there's no room and you're really moving as one humongous yeah, jelly. I mean, it comes down to ease of ease of access to drinks. Um, actually, having some room to move as well. People people running into you, spilling their drinks on you because other people are pushing them. I mean, that's, it just got too hard. That's where it was like. Yeah. Ugh. But um, at this point, I don't know that we realised there were two other locations that we could have went to that night. No. And so actually, um, Lauren Babydoll said, you know, we're going to get out of here. Let's all go. Um, so we started making our way back to the hotel with the idea that we were going to um, the, the Swingers Club. Yeah. And, um, and then so we ended up getting back to the hotel, basically. And this was the night, if I do recall, correct me if I'm wrong, but that basically we didn't make it back out of the bedroom. No, that's right. Is that the night? Yeah, it was. Right. There was a lot of... Um, Do you want to run us through that night? Well, there'd been a lot of sexy talk and a lot of... Um, uh, you know, groin pushing. Grinding and us. rubbing and, you know, the, the, you can get away with a lot more uh, inappropriate grabbing of both C and potentially other people in the room when there's uh, when it's a swingers event. So, um, all consensual, of course, all ask first. Mm-hmm, if, mm-hmm. if there was grabbing, just to clarify. But, um, yeah, so we ended up going back up to the room and, frankly, um, I just wanted to shag the pants off you. And that's what happened. Not a, not a bad way to go. No, I think it was quite a good way to go. You Certainly gonna... my favourite way to go. <laughs> no detail for the no, listeners out no there? No detail at all. Don't wanna... Oh, okay, I'll give you something. <laughs> Jesus. So that... That's a ta-da. I got the app downloaded. So we um, we went up to the room and C was also obviously feeling a little splooshy, judging by the... Um, by the, the DJs won me over. Yeah, judging by, judging by what happened that night. Mm. So um, we had brought some stuff with us, some toys with us, and also a flogger, um, a small aluminium-handled um, whip, which is actually designed to be a dildo as well. So um, we were... Uh, C actually bent over the bed and asked to be... asked to be uh, whipped with the flogger, mm-hmm. which I which I was happy to oblige. Um, so there was a little bit of that going on. And then, um, you know, we got... A, obviously, from there, there was uh, a little bit of movement more toward the, the sex. So I went down on C. And then... Um, she, as she quite regularly does, says uh, it's time for you to get a condom. Um, I've I've found some, one thing I have learnt about my partner over the, over the two weeks is that she is typically the first person in the group to be sick of foreplay and ready to get shagged. So um, we uh, at that point, C said, "Get the condom." So we went and got the condom, and uh, at and then uh, we decided that that night might be the best night for anal sex. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So um, I proceeded to slip myself. So and this is where I want to interject. Okay. At the time, I was thinking, this is a good idea. Let's go with some sort of like double penetration deal with the whipping dildo, like whipping, whipping slash dildo item. And D, now... That was not exactly the most comfortable thing in the world. So I just want to throw it out there for any ladies considering it. Maybe get something that's not so straight-shaped uh, if you want to kind of have some, some of that play because um, 
Yeah, it just wasn't really working for me. So backed right out of that scenario. And um, just kind of continued to have a really raunchy, crazy night together, actually. so Yeah, absolutely. I mean, um, I think, the like you said, the, the dildo that we were using was too too straight, too firm. Yeah. But we did have a little bit of uh, DP there, mm. but not not um, what you were hoping for, I think. <laughs> so, um, so we actually, I don't know what time we ended up in bed that night, but uh, basically we... Sent, an e- sent a message to Laura and Baby Doll saying that, uh, yep, we are out for the count. <laughs> I think the, the wording was uh, we were going to come back out, but D pounced me. Yeah. Or D cornered me. Yep. Yeah. Um, now, the next morning, though, was, I think it was the early morning. Actually, it was. Yeah. We had an early morning start, and this was actually um, one of the seminars that we attended, and it was hosted by the Joneses. Yes. And we were, I mean, we're intrigued by it mainly because of the Joneses. But then, secondly to that, they had um, titled their their seminar or their their talk. It was about rules and boundaries. Yeah, which we thought was also quite interesting content. And of course, we you know you go along and um, and listen and participate as an audience. And um, I'm sure that they're probably going to be talking about this. They've just released a new podcast tonight about Naughty New Orleans. I haven't listened to it yet, but. Um, I'm sure they'll probably be talking about the rules and boundaries uh, on there. But do you know what I thought was interesting from that first event that we fe- that we sort of figured out throughout the rest of the the time in Naughty, the Joneses seem to attract the Successful, most attractive attractive people. <laughs> oh my God, you guys! I mean, high five magnets. yourselves! Yeah, I mean, you're seriously magnets to um, to hot people. I would say like eighty percent of the people in the room in the room were the only people that I was attracted to out of the whole event. Yeah, there were some hotties in there. Mm-hmm. Um, and I might add some, some hotties, some lovely people, some of which we'll cover off soon as well in terms of the fact that they were nice enough to show us around New Orleans after the event. But yeah, it was it was really it was really spectacular to see that group of people all in one room. Yeah, and I don't want to give the game away, but um, what they talk about is is that rules are, are your hard and, hard and fast rules. They're, they're non non-moving, non-changing, Non-negotiables. whereas your boundaries are perhaps things that might be changed, adapted, grey areas where perhaps they would uh, flux based on conversations and communication that's occurring. Yeah. So some really, really interesting stuff. Again, I don't want to overshadow the fact that that's their topic and I'm sure they'll be covering that in their podcast. Yeah, and really well thought out. Really, really well, well thought, thought out. out. I and, mean, we were lucky enough to get a bit of a, a, a precursor to it the night before when we caught up with them they gave us a bit mm. of a rundown on what they were covering but yeah it was it was really uh, actually all of the um, seminars we went to I, got, I have to say the ones we went to were all very good mm. very well thought out interesting content is interesting people um well educated well spoken um you know individuals that covered that off excellent yeah so I, I enjoyed that. I really enjoyed that. And, and that gives an opportunity, I guess, to start meeting some of the other people as well, um, just just briefly. I think I've actually got my timelines mixed up now, though. Why is that? About which seminar came first. Um, I can't remember if actually the meet and greet was first. The meet and greet was after the Bucking Bull. Yeah. It was Bucking Bull, meet and greet, March. Yeah. So we actually went to the Joneses, Joneses meet, and meet and greet, greet. as well. So, yeah, a lot of the pe- again, a lot of the people... That- Throughout the the period, whenever the Joneses were in the room, there seemed to be a lot 
of attractive people in that room. Hmm. So, um, yeah, there's something going on there. <laughs> but that was a fun event. A lot of their uh, their listeners um, came along to that event, uh, you know, got to talk to them and ask them questions and kind of just a bit of a coming together of people. So. Yep. So, look, Jones's listeners are hot. So, you know, if you manage to run into any of them, they're generally all uh, quite attractive, which is great news for anyone who listens to the Joneses. Because if you are listening to the Joneses, by default, from what I just said, it means you're hot. <laughs> I'm going to say it. I'm throwing that out there. All right. Well, I'm going to stick with seminars because <laughs> I, clearly I can't keep my timeline straight. So what I'm going to do is I'm going to stick with seminars. I'm going to talk about the night event separately. Yeah. We're rolling from there yep. because otherwise I'm just going to be wrong. Well, the night events are all very similar, right? We went out. We we um, generally went to a, the location that was specified as part of the tour. Yeah. Yeah. And, um, and we had drinks. So... We also had a podcasting Q&A panel, um, which I think was Friday morning because we were all laughing about the fact that, you know, they've put the podcasters Q&A panel on a Friday morning. Are they almost setting us up for failure? We weren't actually on the panel. Um, we, we got up and actually got some coffee um, for the Joneses actually and delivered it because of the early nature of the panel. But that too, um, listening to T&A from The Curious Couple had also – grown in size well, the joneses said it had grown in size yeah absolutely so i think year prior and i have listened to the podcast and i think it might have been jay and angie yeah they mentioned there was only sort of six people there yeah there was something. only a, maybe six or eight people there um but this year uh there would have been i want to say 30 to 40 mm. maybe even 40 and for that time of the morning that's a pretty impressive turnout for an event like yeah, this it is um there are a lot of people that said a lot of awfully kind things about the the podcasters who were up presenting and yeah i mean i think everything that was said in that room was was really well said also you know there's um a lot of interesting takes on 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 the different people and how they podcast the different podcasters themselves mm. you know and everyone seems to be carving out a little niche that seems to work for them and uh yeah we, we well certainly for us there was we were quite starstruck i'm gonna say with the people that were in the room i mean we were starstruck when we first saw um jay and Ange in the lobby and then we were starstruck when we caught up with with um the joneses after that as well well like everyone i guess that i mean when you p- listen to people's podcasts you, you're kind of listening to their life and their yeah. intimate details yeah. and their stories so you do have i mean you, you you feel like you've got a sense of them yeah as as an individual we also learnt that uh, I have no game when I'm in a room with people that I admire. Yeah, no game. No game. He was game. It's the first time I'm I've ever seen free. him. Seen him. Oh my game god! Free. It was and horrific. the problematic thing for that, for me, is that he normally has to lift my game because I <laughs> suck at game, and so he, he's there, kind of lifting the game up oh for both god, of us. Overflow of his game into my game. Which kind of gives us on par. Yeah, I'm normally 150% game. Right. Which gives you 50%. Right. And maybe then, 70. And then we have this yeah, know, but now level I, off. But I was, I was game for anyone that I admired. Um, or that you found very, very attractive. I was I'm absolutely, that out there absolutely for... game free with. The other thing to keep in mind, though, this event for me was quite overwhelming. Mm. It was a big event. We'll cover something off in a minute. I had a bit of a bit of a... Brain, yeah, bit of a brain explosion. I think we're, we're thirty we're minutes there. in. We need to start kind of getting to some interesting parts as well. well. N- none of this has been interesting. Well, I don't know. I, 
People will be the judge of that. <laughs> as, as Jay and I spoke about, when's the hate mail coming? Yeah, absolutely. Um, <laughs> um, another interesting day event we went to was the Bay, the Bondage, so Bondage for Beginners. Um, that was a really good seminar. That particular guy who hosts it, again, he, it, we, we, we were picking seminars where they weren't really about people selling stuff to us. Of course, you can go to other seminars where you know, the host wants to sell their particular brand of ropes or whatever the case may be. He was actually just doing it because that's what he likes to do. He likes to share his knowledge with everyone. And he had an interesting spin on it that it was more about the safety and security um, during the bondage, beginning bondage. And I I'm, I bet there was people in that audience that were thinking they were going to see somebody spanked. Yeah. And there was no spanking to be had. No, no spanking nor really any, any binding. It was more just how not to... Fuck up. <laughs> and also, he, you know, he showed us some of the things that, that he uses. Um, so, I mean, I thought, I thought it was quite informative and quite well done. Yeah, I would agree, absolutely. As I said, all the, all the things we went to were quite good. Now, the hypno session. Let's talk about that real quick. <laughs> that was a night yeah. session, but I'm going to talk about it anyway. There was a, um, a hypnotherapist, would you... That's, I'm pretty sure that's what they call them. Um, yeah, I'm going to say... Hypnosis hip- magicianists. I don't know. So there was I'm just a- going to say hypnotist because I'm pretty sure he's not a therapist. Okay. So this this hypnotist came in and actually he needed a sidekick. So Baby Doll actually had uh, volunteered for that. Well, can I say that uh, Jay had put a lot of effort into finding finding said sidekick for mm-hmm. the event. Mm-hmm. <laughs> And uh, Baby Doll was up there, so of course we were going along to to watch her more so. I mean, I wasn't at that point particularly interested in seeing the show. I just wanted to go see Baby Doll and kind of support her. Your mind changed fairly quickly once you got to the show. Oh, God, it was hilarious. Yeah. Um, So they had a a panel of people, what would you say, 15 people up there? Yeah. About 15. Some volunteers, others hadn't volunteered up front. They had meditated during the session and had uh, gone into a sleep-like state <clears throat> the law. The law. At what? At which point uh, they were then taken up on stage to participate? The law was fully passed out. All right. So at this point, you've got Baby Doll and the Law, a couple. Baby Doll's volunteering and is quite clear and can see everything that's going on. And the law is under a spell. Yeah, under, under hyp- hypnosis. So it was really interesting to see what um, happened with him when, for example... His penis was lost. Yes. His so. penis got cut off and he... No, it went, it didn't get, I don't think it got cut off. It, they, they, it went missing or something. Yeah, your penis has gone missing. And uh, actually, the funny thing to me about this scenario was that... We figured um, out who we want to be in a zombie apocalypse Yes. With. So there was, there was two standouts during that particular situation and one of them was kind of uh, also hanging around with our group and they're another couple that we met yep. um, uh, at... At the event, um, yep. I believe they're called Swap in the Suburbs on yep. Twitter, and um, and his reaction was to quite literally bow, bound off his chair, fall to his knees, throw the arms up in the air, and scream out no. no. Um, whereas the law, very calmly, started to walk around the room and search for his missing penis. Now he came up to our table, looked underneath the tablecloth, but the next funny thing. Um, was that he actually looked under a dress of the Swapping in the Suburbs wife. Yes. Um, and then proceeded to ask us where his penis was. We suggested it was across the other side of the room and again, quite calmly, started going and searching around the other side of the room. So TL made it to the... To, to, sorry, TL, the law, made it to the door, the exit door of the building 
at mm-hmm. the other end of the building by the time the hip 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 the hip of, uh, hypnosis i don't uh, know the, whatever yeah by the time by the time he was dragged back in okay yeah and then that's the point we want to make about the whole zombie apocalypse thing because that just goes to show you who can deal under pressure. Yeah, we want TL <laughs> in, in our corner. In a stressful situation. When, when zombies are attacking, we want TL in our corner because if he, even if he loses his penis, he's still not going to be running around arms flailing. Exactly. He'll, he'll just be still like killing off the zombies. Now, also, Swap in the Suburbs had a bit of a raw deal on this particular event because um, next thing, he was a world-famous... Stripper. Stripper. And worth $10,000 for a strip. And he, another gentleman was from the crowd was actually caught up on stage and he was working it. Oh, man. From what I he was working it. He was the twerking it. At this point, but he, was, uh, he got fully nude. He got buck naked. Buck naked. He was pelvic thrusting like <laughs> no one's business. <laughs> and even doing the, um, uh, what would you call that? The lasso movement. Oh, yeah. Where you wave your penis in a circle. So... Good event. Yes. Funny. Great event. A little bit sexy as well. I mean, there was there was a talk about, you know, show how you would give head, I think was one of the other things. Um, you know, just, just hilarious. Hilarious kind of swinger, swinger-related topics or yeah. lifestyle, like, sexual-related topics. Yeah, absolutely. I, I think it was um, certainly for the time I was in the room, it was a very good, um, very good event. So what did we, what did we do that night? That was actually the... When did we the catch up with TNA? Was that that night? No. No. Next night. That was the blackout night. Oh, that's right. Um, and this was also where we were going to go to the club Colette in New Orleans. Yay. So you remembered the name. Um, it's Colette. But this is where you might Sorry, wanna, Colette. Let's... This is when you had your freak out. Yeah. So I'm going to let you take the field on this. So at this point... With 1,800 people in the room generally, and later on after the event, we found out 150 mattresses in in one room. Um, I was feeling a little overwhelmed. I actually had made the decision that I didn't think the event was for me and it was time for us to leave. The reason behind that was uh, it was twofold, um, I suppose. We'd, We'd only run into a small number of people that we were interested in, I would say. And the other thing is, well, actually it's threefold. The other thing is we like to get to know people before we um, run off into the bedroom with them. And it was very hard to do that in this environment because you're typically, yeah, you're running around between people trying to um, trying to talk um, and, you know, you're hearing everyone's background story and they start to become convoluted, overlapped and, you know, you start embarrassing yourself when you when you go back through what you believe their background story was. And the, um, so what was that? That was two reasons. The third one has totally slipped my mind. But um, mainly the, the problem was it was just too many people in one location. Well, I mean, you also, you, you went to the point of actually thinking that the lifestyle was no longer for us. It wasn't just the event. You started to think the fact that we hadn't played with anybody else up until this point. Um, and you were kind of wondering whether or not it's for us. Yeah, well, look, I I think we when we discussed this at the event, I actually came out and said that it wasn't due to the fact that we hadn't played with anyone else. 
Um, but that's your thought on it. You do believe that it was because we hadn't played that I thought it was. I think it extracted, like it made it seem bigger. You know, if we'd have had, if we had some playtime, I guess. I think certainly the fact that we hadn't hadn't even been involved in the lifestyle for four months up to this event. Yeah. Didn't help us mm. because neither of us yeah, we were just in the right went to the mindset. Deep end there. And we went straight into the deep end and that really didn't work for me. Yeah. I didn't a, like it. Took a bit to get up and running, I think. Yeah. And um perhaps that's that perhaps that explains somewhat why I had no game when I was in Yeah, um, yeah. The people that all, you know, that were well not all there to shag, but certainly were interested in shagging. But yeah, the the um, the event overwhelmed me. There's no doubt about that. Um, and because of that, and because of the size of the event, I can say that I will never go back. Mm. And that's my take on it. I mean, you. I know you feel somewhat differently, but for me, it's it's just too big an event. It's too big for me to swallow. Yeah, and I think also, um, you know, the the demographic of the event as well perhaps wasn't wasn't where we would normally like to see it be. And um, well, I think it was just a, it was just an older group, it was yeah. an older an older group at the event. Now, there's no issue with that. Please understand, it was just more that um, we were. Um, you know, we, we went into this, interestingly, something we have missed, we went into this event, certainly you, with predefined age limitations. Yeah, and we've spoken about this before, how yeah. my age brackets are flexed well, quite substantially. Well, yeah, substantially. And I think, again, they've again they've stretched or they've changed again. I'm not going to say stretched, but they've certainly changed again well, from this event. Well, yeah, and so for me, I mean, it's it's... Also taking care of yourself, making making it making an, making effort, an effort when you're out. I mean, in in life, in I everything that you do. I think that was probably the biggest thing. Rather than the age bracket, let me clarify because I think I've actually gotten it wrong there when I first said it. It's not. It's nothing to do with the age. What it typically had to do with is that the ladies were typically very well dressed. Size, whatever size they were, whatever shape they were, they were well making dressed. They were mel- well manicured. They'd um, you know, they'd. Either put either put together, some ta- put head. some tan on, yeah. or makeup. or had some or, or been out in the sun for a while. They had their makeup on, their hair done, everything to look really nice. And then the guys, majority of them, I got to say, didn't appear to put any effort in whatsoever. Looks lazy. They looked lazy. They looked lazy. You know, you see a, a, a lady in a, I'm going to say, say middle late sixties walking through a group in a nice black dress, black heels, hair done, makeup done. And then a guy following her in sandals with socks, um, uh, cargo pants, and a and a ratty old t-shirt. You know, I mean, I, frankly, I couldn't put C in the position, even though I was, even though I looked just, around the room. At this point, I'm just com- contemplating stealing the lady away. Yeah, I mean, I, I look around the room and I see I see many ladies that I find attractive of all age groups, and the men that typically we're following them were not Mm. and I wouldn't put you in that position which is interesting actually because I don't know whether whether it was just because there was a larger population so you saw that more or whether would you say that that happens in Australia would you Uh, say that that's the normal I would say I wouldn't say it's the norm but it's certainly um it's a higher prevalence than than you know the equally balanced couple okay but 
I wouldn't say it's anywhere near that level. I mean, yeah. I, I would say that the grouping that was there, 70-odd percent of the entire group, the lady was significantly more well put together. And I say that because I don't just mean more attractive, I just mean more well put together. Had than, made an effort. Had made well. an effort than, than the guys were. So, guys, I mean, shit, pull up your socks. Step you can. No, don't pull your don't, socks. No, don't pull Take up your, your socks. Take your socks off, stop wearing sandals. Put together an outfit, make an effort. Make an effort. And not just for actually, uh, I'm going to go off on a rant here, but not just for my sake, but for your wife's sake. Yeah. I mean, spark that relationship up. You know, you should you should be doing that for each other, making each other feel loved, sexy, and, and you better damn well be telling your woman how attractive she is because I can tell you what, the rest of us are. Yeah, the the people that we found in, in the group that we ended up, you know, I suppose hanging out with, they were the balanced Mm. couples yeah and there were the guys who put in the effort you know yeah. the girls and guys who put in the effort don't get me wrong there were there were ladies who hadn't put in the effort as well but in the like you're talking majority I mean, basis, yeah, yeah. A, a, a very small minority versus the guys so i throw this challenge out to all the men on the planet step up your game mm-hmm. you know if you're if you're with an attractive beautiful intelligent lady um you best look somewhere near similar to that Otherwise, at some point, she's going to get sick of your uh, badly dressed, dumpy ass and find somebody else that'll do the job for her. Right. So that <laughs> concludes the rant today, the rant portion of the podcast. <laughs> um, I actually I want to talk about just two of the other parties as well. So we actually managed to make it to a day takeover, and that was the swamp. We went to the, the swamp. swamp party. Yeah. Now, uh, Ellie from the Aussie Swingers was there hanging out beads. If you uh, Handing you know, out beads. If you exposed your breast... Or let or let her wrap it around your penis. Or let her wrap it around your penis. Um, they were big beads. I got to say that up front. Uh huh. Sure. Big beads. Well, look, I said to her when she was doing it, I said, you know, she went three wraps in her hand before she grabbed said penis to put it on, and uh, I said to her, she was going to go another one. I said, if you go another one, you're going to have to actually do some work here to get the the fourth set of beads on. And if you do enough work, you'll eventually get a few more runs of beads on. But that was uh, that was that was it. We got to set. So four you were wearing beads around, around uh, outside your penis. pants for the rest of the evening. Yes, I was. My favourite event, though, would have oh, to be this. Hey, whoa, whoa, whoa. No, you got your tits out as well. I said that. Well, no, you didn't. I did. You said that they were giving them out. You didn't say you'd actually done it. Okay. By the way, I might add, I also um, may have put a set of beads around A's neck that evening. Okay. I saw her boobs. Didn't know that. There no, you go. No, sorry. I've, I actually forgot to mention that. I don't I know don't why. I don't know how you managed to forget that considering that uh, They're you, awesome you have boobs. a little bit of crush on uh, on lovely A. Yeah, look, I mean, th- can I say that that's at least one of the couples that I was in a room with and had zero game. Zero game. My God. Um, yeah, so my favourite night was actually the superheroes night or superheroes and villains night. Yeah. So we had fun getting dressed up. Everyone was looking real sexy that night though, I yeah. have to say. People put in effort. Um, and I, I had contact lenses in. Yeah, you that did. Either, so I, I went as Riddick. Um, if you don't know who that is, then you need to step up to this millennia when it uh, comes to your movie choices and your villain slash hero choices. I'm being, I'm being bitter and twisted. Okay. Let's bring it up a notch. Let's get some, <laughs> kick some positivity back into so, this podcast. So um, I had, my, I had uh, contact lenses in that are actually mirrored mm-hmm. now. 
what this did was polarize any woman in the room. Yep. They were either like, oh my God, your eyes are awesome. Let's go to the room right now. Or get the fuck away from me. Get the fuck away from me and stop trying to steal my bag and or rape me, yeah. basically. Yeah. Um, so certainly Ellie from the Aussie Swingers fell into that, oh my God, get away from me. Oh yeah, she was... She was not great on that at all. She was not okay with it at all. Very black and white on that whole. Actually, I'm just thinking about it now, and all all the women that I found attractive at that event, they all hated it. So I'm not really sure what I was doing. Mm. I was dressed up as like a supergirl, slutty Um, supergirl. But the next thing is actually embarrassing slash funny. I met Holly and Michael. From Playboy Swing or Playboy TV or Playboy Radio and... Angie was nice enough to introduce you to them. Yeah. And now, I don't know, for, for anyone who's been listening to us ramble now for a year on our podcast... Two years. You would know that actually watching Playboy Swing is how we kind of started working our way into the lifestyle. So for me, having seen these people and uh, listened to them and kind of taken... You can you can just smell the fangirl on her right now, can't you? It was well, it was exciting. Oh my god, wasn't it? And they they're really really lovely people. I'm going to so say double excited. sploosh. And it was yeah. a it was a double sploosh for you. You nearly slipped over in your own sploosh. They're lovely. They are. So I got to talk to them. I was pretty happy about. Well, that. they talked to you. You didn't really say much in return. It was more like a. That's not true. Holly and I had a good conversation about baking and. <laughs> <laughs> country and C so forth. was really struggling to round out her sentences um yeah in the fact that she couldn't make any no that's not true it's true no. it's totally true nobody it was awkward you. for everyone although it did get a lot more awkward a little later on when um uh, baby doll decided to drag holly around the room <laughs> baby doll may have had a, one or two few, one or two beverages and yeah. she's only teeny tiny yeah and she was she was dragging holly around the room there was a little discussion on apologies later that week and i'm pretty sure they managed to get the apologies done <laughs> it was a funny night it was a great night yes now other than that um so for us i mean just we enjoyed meeting people and the sense of community my God, leaving that place was horrible. The last night. The last night. So we actually, we weren't going to go to the last event. By this point in time, we're actually evented out. We're, yeah. we're done with events. But we had a talking to ourselves and we went only for one reason, to catch up and say goodbye to... The people that we'd met there. The people that we'd met there. And yeah. I can tell you, it was a little bit of a was heart a, a, stringer. Yeah, it was, a, it was certainly... Um, it was a lot tougher than I was expecting. We, we'd met, again, you know, you, you hear the names and podcasters and stuff that we run through there that we'd met during the event. And additionally, there were a number of other people that we've, we've sort of, you know, breezed over here. Uh, couples who were, you know, really nice, really fantastic individuals that we would have liked to have spent a lot more time with. In fact, what we would have liked to have done is taken the people that we enjoyed the company of and brought them to Desire for the next week. Yeah, and kind of met them earlier in the event and just done our own thing as well. I mean, I would have been equally happy with that. Which is why I think if you were to do this event, first year is going, it's always going to be, you're going to be a flower on a wall. You know, you're going to be a wallflower because you just don't have the time to meet the people, get to know them, 
Especially Depends. if you're sociosexual. Right, like so us. that's if, what I'm saying. If it depends if, on what you want. If you're a bedpost notcher, good Lord, go nuts. Yeah. You know, there's um, there's 18, well, 1,800 people there that all want to, that, well, not all, but a lot of them mm. want to notch their bed as well. So certainly there's a lot of, uh, there's a lot of, it's a target-rich environment, let's say that. Yeah. So saying goodbye was hard. Um, on the last night, though, we also got to spend a little bit more time with a podcasting couple. Yeah, two couples actually. Po- so podcasting couple and another couple, but we'll that get we to hadn't in a that we hadn't um, spent a lot of time with, and um, they are that couple next door. Their Twitter handle is that CPL next door. They're fairly new to the podcasting uh, realm, but um, from listening to they're some of their five in, I think listening to some of their podcasts on the way home, they're definitely doing a bit of a raunchy take on it, though. Yeah, we like it. Um, but they're great people we, and sexy and intelligent. And why didn't we meet them on the first properly on the right. first day? That's absolutely right. And you know, such a shame. He's into cars like I am as well, so that kind of helps. And he has a sexy wife. So. Yeah, 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 yeah. Like he said, you can. He said you can. Um, you can shag my wife, but you can't drive my car, I think it was the line. Mm. Yeah. That was actually probably it. <laughs> and but we yes, also, we do look forward to catching up with those guys we again do. some stage in the future. We met another couple, uh, or properly again that night, got to spend some time with them, a local New Orleans couple. And uh, actually, we were lucky enough the next day for them to take us around New Orleans and have a couple of beers and a lovely yeah, dinner with. Yeah, really, it was really nice. Understanding, Swap stories as well. Yeah, but understanding again, no game. You had no game? No game. Hmm. I was game free. Game free? Yeah. It's oh. it's weird. Um, well, certainly I, I know C did as well. We, we certainly, the last two couples we've spoken of, we certainly enjoyed their company and probably would have liked, liked to enjoy their company a little more. Mm-hmm. Um, I'd like to enjoy, enjoy their company naked. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. So um, unfortunately though, it was not to be... And um, we got on our plane to, well, we got on our plane to Mexico. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Um, now during, Boost that we've, shit. we've kind of just grazed over it, but just, we actually managed to um, interview T and A from The Curious Couple. And we're going to edit that and, and uh, put that up online as well. Um, Curious Couple also, I don't know, do you want to, do you want to tell them about the history with The Curious Couple? Well, I mean, Curious Couple was the first. First podcast, I think that first I, one that you that ever downloaded. downloaded. Yeah, so with those guys again, it was a we were, certainly I was a bit starstruck. And we we um, we played uh, tag quite a lot to catch up because you know I think it was their first event as well, first naughty. It was our first naughty, so we were all all over the place trying to trying to cover out off everything that was going on. Um, so yeah, that it was it was great to finally catch up with them. It was really nice to interview them. They are sexy. <laughs> Yes, they are. Like I, really I sexy. And they've I both agree. got great smiles as well. Yeah. So it's a little bit intimidating, actually. Yeah. That's probably why you had no game. Why? Because they're too sexy for me. They're too sexy oh for your shit. Uh, thankfully, um, we now do have, um, C has downloaded a, a noise maker thing. I have it. So we no have longer it. have to put up with her um, relentless singing. <laughs> so th- there was. Yes, so T and A as well were great to catch up with. Also, and we had breakfast with Ellie and Al. Ellie and Al, you always you always muddle your uh, vowels there. 
Ellie and L. There you go. That's I'm a, a, I'm a, the Australian I'm version. Australian. I mean, from, from the Aussie swingers, um, also came over from Australia. So we got to catch up with, you know, I mean, just, just so many great people. And again, I, I'm going to bring it on back to the fact that it's a really good community. And the fact yeah. that there's no judgment, you can say what you feel or think, you can talk about stories, share stories, have a laugh. It's all very sexy. I mean... Even the ones that aren't sexy. Jane and Angie sexy. are just an absolute blast to hang out with as well. Yeah. They're funny as hell. Love them cunts. <laughs> so, where's the beep on this thing? I'm sure there's like a beep, beep button uh, that I can take that out. Well, there's a whole back end to that, uh, the dropping of the C-bomb. But yes, we um, we enjoyed everyone's company while we were there. Um, one Great. interesting takeaway... What is it? What do you got? We did not play with anyone. No. Nope. The entire event. No. Nope. I there was one night as well, um, which is funny because this has happened quite a few times recently, actually. Yeah. Where I've woken up in the middle of the night, not been able to get back to sleep, and have decided that I'm just going to pounce you. Yes. Not too bad well, we on played, your end. We played with our, We played together quite a bit. We didn't involve anyone else. And now I think that personally that had a lot to do with me in terms of my headspace at the time I wasn't really ready for that to be the case mainly because um you know we'd spent we'd been apart for a month Mm -hmm. prior to this yep um and I just wasn't ready to give her up Mm, fair enough as uh as T would say I've I had the keys to the Ferrari and I wasn't giving them to anyone else (laughs) Oh, yeah. that's good. Um, so that's it for Naughty New Orleans. You said before you wouldn't go back for the sheer size of the event? Yeah, look, I think it would take some... If if I was going back there to Naughty New Orleans, it would also involve some other things. Again, the trip to Desire was good afterward, and we'll mm-hmm. cover that out in our next podcast. Yeah. Um, if you lived in the States, would you go back? Oh, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, so something to take into consideration for the guys out there listening is that you know, when we come to these things, it's a it's a fifteen to twenty thousand dollar investment. Um, you know, while we're over there, and yeah. it's a long flight. It's twenty four hours on the plane. Yeah. It's a, it's a debacle. So Australians or Singaporeans don't come to the US yeah. for a week. So when we take that into consideration, that's where we're like, well, weigh it up, measure it up. Would we love to see the podcasters again? Absolutely. And uh, actually, are we considering trying to get back to the states and get everyone into an area? Yeah just so we can all catch up with the sexiness. Yes, we yes, are. Yes, we're trying to we need to wrangle wrangle an event where we get everyone back together. Mm, just so because we'll be- we all seem to talk immense amounts of shit. So once you get us all together, it's just a, you know, it's a shit fight. That of the good variety. delightful. <laughs> Sign up now, get your tickets. It's the best I can do. But uh, yes, it was um it was a if we were living closer certainly we would I think we'd attend probably every year, but um, having to make that commitment to come from Australia yeah, or Singapore, 20 hours, 24 it's hours, is, it's just, um, it's a tough one for us. Yeah, and I think there's other ways that we would rather, other events, other locations that we would rather go to that perhaps had some people, more percentage of people that were our Put in kind the of effort. people. Yeah. yeah. So I, I, I feel the same way, actually. I don't think that I would go back unless either it changes or... We lived in the U.S. or, you know. Which, which you know, we're saying in the next few years may be the case as mm. well. We may actually live in the U.S. So You never know. You do never know. But yep. we, a couple of things. We Firstly, we, have, we did an interview with uh, TNA from The Curious Couple. 
um, which we've discussed here. We will, well, when I say we, I will be editing that hopefully in the next couple of days. Yeah, it's not three hours well. of footage for Jay and Angie, but it's actually about an hour and a half because um, we just left the microphones on. But Wheels, that also had a spontaneous, um, I guess, walk-in from the law. So yeah. I'll see if I can get some snapshots out of that and piece them all together and you know put that up in the next 10 years for you guys. <laughs> <laughs> and additionally, we've only covered our first sexy week in the US. Uh-huh. We have one more to go. We have one more to go, which we will... Um, We'll cover out very shortly and that will be all about desire. So thanks for listening. Um, We know this is a really long podcast, but we just wanted to give you guys an idea of, I guess, what this event is like, um, especially for those people considering going, you know, our followers from south of the equator. Um, That's our experiences, of course. Yours may be different, but... um, Hey, and if you've got any questions about the event, I mean, as you always know, that this is just a broad brush understanding of what happened at the event you know we didn't cover out everything that we did because Mm -hmm. some things would put everyone to sleep but um yeah if you've got any questions you know where we are yep so email is c and d at swingingdownunder.com you can get us on that's our that's our uh group one that's our group one yeah or go to the website go to the website swingingdownunder.com have a look at us there grab um uh grab whatever you'd whatever email address you'd like from there and and flick us one so we can yeah, help you understand it but otherwise uh, again thanks for listening and we'll chat to you all soon this is c oh, i forgot one thing before we do our you can't, but i did the this is c no i know but i'm oh. cutting it oh. so um we got an email from one of our listeners with a theme song that i have not yet actually um uh i have not yet actually incorporated into this into our um podcast we will do that at some stage in the future and a shout out to him. Thank you very much for the theme. We'll um, we'll get that up sometime soon. Now go. Well, I feel like it's already gone now. <laughs> Just, no. This is C. This is D. And this is Swinging Down Under. <laughs>